Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. And in this week's episode, I'm going to ask you this question. Is a digital detox even desirable or possible at all? If you're new to this podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. Welcome. We're all about helping you become an intentional communicator. If you've been here before, super happy that you're back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus, and a forthcoming book, middle of 2024, called Quiet Works, Making Silence the Secret Ingredient of the Workday. And if you look at your life as a communicator, technology plays a huge role. It just does. It's essential for most of us, if not all of us, to do our jobs. It plays a, f- a prominent role for people in the workplace. And I was inspired to do this podcast by a couple of things. Number one, as I saw an article that was published in Harvard Business Review recently um, in August called Our Collaboration Tools Overwhelming Your Team. And it really caught my eye and I read it and it started me thinking about how we collaborate and we use Slack and Zoom and Microsoft Teams and Outlook and project management tools. We use a tool called Rike, W-R-I-K-E, and there's all different ways to collaborate with each other. And these tools are very powerful for productivity, for connection, for information dissemination, consumption. But are they overwhelming us was the question of this article. So it started me down this path of thinking about the technology that we use to do our jobs and are they too much for us? Well, that thought, and I'll talk about this article, that article in a second, started me thinking about this trend or move towards people doing digital detox. Now, part of me as a marketer, as a person who loves words, I start to think about, obviously there's an alliteration there. So do people literally mean digital detox? I mean, detox is detox. I mean, I have no expert on it, but I know enough to be dangerous. And if a person drinks too much, they go to detox and they stop drinking. And it has a very physical, um, a strong physical effect on people. If a person's addicted to drugs or, or whatever they might be, they go through a period of detox where they get it out of their system. And there's a good alliteration there, of course, but do we really even mean that? Is it desirable or even possible is the point that I want to cover today. Now, when you think about um, the role technology plays, I, I'm a person that I'm more of a realist than a dreamer, and I'm more of a realist than a, than a, a cynic. So I, my line is, I live in the world of is more than the, I live in the world of should. So obviously, there's a lot of things I think we should be doing. Quiet's part of it, being brief, obviously, but there's a reality and a gut check that we have to have, which is, all right, well, that's all good, you're finding good, but you can't be brief all the time and you can't tell people to stop talking all the time and you can't live in pure silence and just move off the grid. We live in this real world and there's real challenges and I my day is like your day and I have people competing for my attention. So I'm a realist. I live in the world of is more than the world of should. And this article started me thinking, well, but what? Um, if technology is in fact so essential can it actually be too much for us in all the time? And can we actually detox from it? So here's what the article said. So just let me start there. So it started with 
and it was, again, we'll put this in the show notes. It's written by four people, um, Rebecca Hines, Paul Leonardi, Robert Sutton, and Federico Toretti. And it's called Our Collaboration Tools Overwhelming Your Team. And the first thing it started out with is that the statistic is typical workers check their email 77 times a day and receive about 121 new emails a day. Now for you, that might be like, whatever, I'm more, I'm less. That's not the point. The point is that people are on their, you know, they're checking the stuff all the time. And then they start talking about this organization that it was uh, called Asana's Work Innovation Lab that was in concert with Amazon Web Services did this research. And it was called a collaboration cleanse. And I'll just kind of walk you quickly through this collaboration cleanse. And it was kind of a three-step process. The first thing is they asked people the participants to report the collaboration technologies they use at least once a week for interacting with our colleagues. That was the first step. Okay, so what tools are you using? For example, Slack or Zoom. Then they asked, and the second thing is evaluate how well each tool helps them achieve their, their work goals. And then finally, they asked them to um, choose specific technologies to refrain from using for two weeks. Okay, so they, that was their test. I'm not recommending that you do this. This is what they did. And this is a way to cleanse themselves from these collaboration tools to figure out if they're abusing, overusing, or misusing these collaboration tools, which was the kind of the driving force of this of this research. There's kind of good news and bad news, right? So top 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 of mind, the good news is the participants became really aware of the burdens of these collaboration tools. So that okay, this is I'm really using Slack all the time, or I'm using this, I'm on Zoom calls all day long, or so there is an awareness of this, like, oh, I never really realized just how powerful and how often and how much I use these these tools. And then came the bad news. So the participants also felt more helpless and exhausted after the cleanse. Like, all right, you brought me through this whole process, this three-step process, and now I don't know what to do and I can't do anything. I have no autonomy. It is what it is. I'm stuck in these things and I can't really... I can't get really get I can't really get out of them. Then they outlined some things to do, which I found to be not super helpful, but it was just part of the article about what people should do. And it it really started me to think about a digital detox, or in, the, in this case, a collaboration cleanse. Is it desirable to do these things, and is it even possible? So I'm going to keep on going back to that. Um, I want us to think about: Is it desirable? Well, well, certainly, it's desirable to it look at it and look at the power that any technology might have on you, for sure. And this is a big driving point for the book Noise, is the power of noise, information overload, untimely information, digital distractions have a tremendous power on me. So at least thinking about that, and I would encourage you to read that book, Noise, if you haven't, is something to at least work is worth thinking about. Okay, the amount of time it takes in my day when I use them, how I use them, how much I use them. The issues are are well-researched in terms of health, right? It creates sleep issues for people. They're on their phones right up to the point that they go to sleep, and there's anxiety issues and fear of missing missing out and depression. And, and, and it just, there's a number of very, very serious health issues. An addiction even on a you know, to digital devices, and you look at just the need, the fundamental need that people feel they have to have this always with them um, is, is can be serious and significant for many people. And you may be one of those people where it's like, yeah, it's not a big deal for me. 
we'll look at it a little bit and like, is it the first thing that you do every day? Is it the last thing that you do every day? Do you plan and control it when you get bored, age up and on your phone? Like, what is it like during work? So here's what I would recommend. I'm kind of walk you through some thinking about, well, is it desirable, but, but let alone even possible to do this? Well, first of all, let's look at just the term detox, right? So to get off technology entirely, unless you go on like a detox retreat or you just sort of take it off for like, I'm a Catholic Christian and, you know, Lent is a, is a time of year for for us to just give things up. Like people give up chocolate and whatnot. So people give up technology. I don't know if you're at a job, can you give up your technology for 40 days of Lent? Probably not. All right, but detox is, is I think, defined more specifically is consciously taking a break from digital devices and platforms to reduce screen time and, and regain uh, more of a balance in your professional life. So let's use that detox, taking a break, right? So it's not a permanent sustained break or escape from technology. It's just, it's, 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 it's a temporary one. Okay. So can we define that a little bit more closely? So let's, let's look at why it might not work to do this in your job. Now, there's a long list of reasons why people might feel that it, it's impossible, but I'm going to target like four of them. One is my work and my responsibility, right? I, I've, I rely on this, like email, Slack, Zoom, these tasks. I'm working on projects that this is how we communicate with each other. So walk away from that, probably not likely. Second thing is, you know, uh, it might not work because, you know, I need this information or somehow I, I'm entertained by it. Like I'm, I'm going to connect to it because I have this sort of con connection. I can't even physically get off that might even get close to like addiction, which leads us into habituation or just the habit of doing it. I do it every day. I just, I, I walk around with my phone. I just check my email. I don't, I'm in the habit of doing this and it's not even conscious. And then finally, you know, peer pressure or just pressure from my colleagues, and coworkers. I mean, I need it. They need it. So I, I then I, therefore I need it. So that might not work for us to just step away from it entirely. But let's look on the flip side. Why might it actually be a good idea to do some type of a digital T-Docs or a collaboration cleanse as HBR called it? Well, certainly mental health, right? Um, you might be experiencing some burnout or stress or anxiety or, or even signs of depression and things like that that affect us because we're connected to technology so much or, you know, quality time. It might be a huge time suck for you. I'm on email, you know, a third of my day or I'm on Zoom calls one after the other. How do I meter that? And, you know, can I get some time back if I, if I weren't on technology all the time? It affects my productivity. I mean, is that the best use of my time to be constantly on these, on these tools? Creativity. I've got a need to, to, to be innovative and in thinking about new things, but I'm not really being super creative if I'm on a Zoom call or sending and receiving emails. So where's my time for thinking and creativity? Sleep. It, one of the reasons is, you know, it's affecting my sleep. I'm thinking about work all the time. I, I can't shut it off. There's no boundaries. So clearly, you know, and, and finally just being present, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about what's next or what's coming or checking this or checking that, but I'm actually not present in the moment to the person that I'm talking to, which leads us to you know, I think a big strategy, which is taking time to reflect on the nature of your work and the role that thinking plays, the role that communication plays, and the role that technology and these digital devices play, right? So here are a couple of things that I think that you might want to do realistically 
as a quote-unquote form of digital detox or a collaboration cleanse or a tech timeout. And I'm writing, you know, chapter uh, of the book, Quiet Works, on tech timeouts is number one is just have on times and off times. And there's a rule that I put out in noise called the seven to seven rule. It's not a hard and fast rule, but you know, generally shouldn't start tech checking technology until 7am and maybe stop looking at after 7pm, just like a business has nine to five. What are your on hours and your off hours? Weekends are off. Shouldn't be on these things on the weekend. That's off time. And what are your on times? Are there on and off areas? Like am I'm in the conference room or I'm meeting, unless I'm on a Zoom call, maybe I can leave my laptop uh, out or I'm using a computer multitasking while I'm on a call. Now I'm double tapping. And then finally, with technology, I turn it off deliberately and I turn it on deliberately. And I mean that literally. So I, I'll turn my laptop off deliberately or my phone off. This may mean my detox moment is power off completely more than just airplane mode. It may just be airplane mode. Powering it on, you know, deliberately. I turn this on. I need it now. But it's, it's, they're on moments that I turn it on deliberately and I turn it off deliberately. So just kind of re recapping the summary, three things that I would do if a person were pursuing a digital detox. First and foremost, I mean, I would have times in my day where I don't, I don't access technology. You know, maybe that's at lunchtime. Maybe it's the first hour of the day, the last hour of the day, but there's on times and there's off times. Super planned, known that this is just technology is just unplugged. Second thing is areas where I go, maybe in my house, maybe in my office where, you know, I leave my phone in my office before I go somewhere else to talk to somebody. I just leave it behind. So there's kind of areas that are sort of off limits. And then finally, the practice of turning it on deliberately and turning the technology off deliberately like it just locked up it's off off powered down this is for you might be a challenge it might be a struggle but the idea of cleansing and detoxing and taking a time out can create quiet create certainly an opportunity for you to do a different type of work to know that the nature of your work is to think we've talked about that recently um, and to be more thoughtful more deliberate, more intentional as you approach the communication you do every day. Um, so you may, just when you look at technology in this whole episode, just start thinking about your over-reliance and even addiction or connection or over-connection to technology and kind of get frustrated. And you may want to get to the point where you just want to throw it in the lake. Um, what may make more sense is to put it in a sleeping bag from time to time and give it a rest, give yourself a rest. Just saying.